The Ask Theory podcast shines the spotlight on Pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines. Listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. So today on the Ask Theory podcast, we have a special guest. She is a science communicator and an educator. Let's meet Miss Carrie LaRosa. So hello, Carrie, and welcome to the Ask Theory podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you, Mikael, for having me. I'm super excited to makipagkwentuan sa'yo. Yeah. Earlier, before we started the recording, actually, she noticed that we've known each other for years, but <laughs> but this is the first time we're actually having a conversation where we're able to hear each other's voices. I so, know. Yeah, it's just so weird. It is. Like, I met you, like, ano ba, six years ago? Five years? So, oh. you had this uh, parang talk, and you were, you know, we were both speakers, and then yun lang. <laughs> Hello, oh, yun, actually, lang, diba? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think we didn't even get to actually talk there. Parang nangyari nag-coordinate tayo after the talk and then online yep. tayo nag ano. But this I is really guess. the first time we're you know, having this conversation na person to person as in naririnig natin yung <laughs> yeah. voices natin. And today we'll be hearing a lot more from Carrie talking about her experiences as a science communicator, some of the things she's learned throughout her career. And maybe some, you know, some words of wisdom she can pass on to, to, you know, people who want to get into this field and, you know, people who are already in this field but maybe unsure about what they're doing. So, medyo may foreshadowing na. <laughs> but before we get ahead of ourselves, let's get to know a little more about Carrie. So, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your journey towards how you fell in love with science? Yeah. Hey, so awesome. So, so yeah. Hi, everyone. So, my name's Carrie. Most people don't know this, but I, I was never really into science before, no? In fact, sabi ko pa nga dati, ano eh, I'll take psychology in college kasi I want to avoid math, yan, chemistry, yan, ganyan, ganyan. So, it was only, I don't know, like maybe my fourth year of college, dun ko na-realize na, oh my goodness, I love science. Kasi I read this book by Dan Brown, the novel of Dan Brown. I just forgot the title, but it had something to do with meteors, ganyan, space. And so, after that, I fell in love with you know like nasa and i would always visit the website of nasa and then just read the resources there and then when i graduated ko i wasn't really in a science field i wasn't even doing psychology then i was in an hr workplace you know i was doing admin stuff but then after like a year doing that i realized ko para i don't want to do this i want to be teaching i want to be you know parang gusto ko nag-communicate ako sa mga tao gusto ko nag-impart ako ng knowledge or wisdom and it was so hard for me kasi again di ako magaling sa science and even if i wanted to be a science teacher back then it just it's just not never gonna happen for me no kasi nga it's too late parang feeling ko it's too late so you know i started with volunteering so the mind museum had a lot of volunteering opportunities for you know for people who'd like to like do science experiments uh, with the guests at the museum so i started there and then eventually i applied as a like a preschool teacher so dun nagsimula yung aking journey to science education so i got experience teaching 
preschoolers and then eventually I applied as a science teacher for elementary school students until I realized that this really is the path for me. And I was looking for like courses on science communication dito sa Pilipinas. Kaso wala, wala talagang course for that. And I stumbled upon like a scholarship in the UK. Yun yung Chevening Scholarship. And for a year, I didn't have a job. And I said, pag-aaralan ko itong mabuti. Talagang pagsisipagan ko itong application na to para makapunta ako ng UK at makapag-aral ako doon. At sa awa ng Diyos, you know, fortunately, I did get the scholarship and I was able to study science communication in the UK, which is such a science and science communication rich country. So, ang dami kong natutunan doon. And yeah, that that's basically, you know, that that's that's the journey, I guess, from science to, ano ko, hindi na ako magiging scientist nito. Then, oh wait, I'm very good at communicating. I really love, I have passion in communicating and teaching. So, dunan pumasok yung science communication. So, yeah, that's the life story, Mikael. <laughs> it's a very interesting life story and talagang na-enrich yung perspective mo, you know, by taking that big step. And, you know, yeah. You know, it's a big step. Like, I can imagine for that period of time, you know, everything that you've ever known about your life here Siyempre iba kasi you go to a different country and then you learn all of these things but also you learn a little bit about the culture and diba? And then siyempre, may miss mo yung, you miss home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And ibang-iba talaga yung ano, buhay sa UK dito compared here sa Pilipinas and iba rin yung science communication nila doon compared dito sa Pilipinas. So definitely a lot of getting used to, you know, the changes and also the reverse culture shock when I came back here. Sa Pilipinas then So, yeah. Yeah. And naisip ko tuloy, I wonder how that has molded your mission ba as a science communicator? Our guests always tell me that this is a difficult question to answer. Pero, you know, if you could condense all of your, all of the things that you want to do as a science communicator in a single sentence, what would that mission statement be? Yeah. So, not sure if it's a statement, but if there was like one word that would describe my mission as a science communicator, it would be inclusion. I've always been, you know, like an advocate for inclusion. Like, siguro di ko alam. Siguro kasi hindi rin naman ako mayaman. And I, like I said, hindi ako maano sa science. No, I wasn't really always in love with science. I was always afraid of it. So I always feel for people who, you know, do not have the opportunity to study science, wala sila oportunidad to actually engage in science. So, ayun, parang yun yung mission ko. Gusto ko lahat ng tao na nakaka-engage sila in science, regardless of race, regardless of school background, kung ano man ang degree mo, kung ilang taon ka na, regardless kung anong passion mo, even if it's not science, you know, I, I want people to feel included in this field. Kasi, you know, scientific literacy is not just about being a scientist. No, I believe, no, ever since I fell in love with science, I became more socially responsible. No, yung pagmamahal ko sa bansa ko, no, talagang na-develop dahil sa agham. No, which is a very weird, you know, path. Pero that that's how it is. So, yun, gusto ko lahat ng tao, no, they feel that they can engage in science. So, inclusion talaga ang aking goal as a science communicator. Like, everyone meets eye to eye and everyone feels like they belong to this field. Yeah, beautifully stated. Ganda. Inclusion. If I look back and see yung, yung what you've been doing since I, since I, I got to know you no, I, many years ago, I would say na nare-reflect talaga yung mission of inclusion in the things that you do. So maybe you can tell our listeners, ano-ano ba yung mga naging milestones ng journey mo as a science communicator over the years? Yeah, so 
it's so funny kasi after being a volunteer, you know, at the mine museum, dun kasi lahat talaga nagsimula eh. I met a guy there, no, and then that guy became my boyfriend back then. And then, kami dalawa, no, medyo, ano kasi kami talaga into science. Eventually, one day, we were like, what if we do outreach? <laughs> no, so, uh-huh. instead na mag-date kami, sabi namin, mag-outreach tayo, tara. So, Napaka-productive. Napa- <laughs> <laughs> Kaya nga, yun, yun, instead na, na, na nasa, nasa sinihan kami, nagsa-psychom kami together. So, yun, we decided to create, like, a quick science outreach program for, like, this foundation with six kids. No, so I created the modules. Like I, I just did like quick experiments, and then we bought the materials and stuff like that. Dun talaga nagsimula. So dun sa foundation na yun, there were six kids, mga pre, parang mga preschool age, and then yun nag-experiment kami together. It was super super fun. Para lang kami naglalaro, and then. Parang, I think I asked the social worker doon. Sabi ko, nag-aaral po ba sila? Parang ganun. Tapos, yun nga, nakwento nga nila na wala daw silang funding for that. Walang pera or budget to have the kids study. So, umaasa lang sila sa mga ganong opportunities na may mag-outreach, tapos magtuturo, ganyan. So, you know, as a teacher kasi, you know, my heart really broke, no? Nakakasungkot na ganun. And when I do volunteer at museums, you know, uh, at places like that, sometimes naisip ko nga, ang saya-saya naman dito sana... Yung mga bata na, you know, I cater to yung mga marginalized community, sana someday makapunta rin sila. So, at that moment in time, nandun yung parang epiphany ko na, yeah, I, I really want to do this. I want to continue doing this. I want to serve them. I want marginalized communities to experience, no, scientific breakthroughs and stuff like that. So, yeah, after that, we continued doing a lot of science outreach programs for different communities, mostly young kids kasi dun kasi yung ano ko talaga yung forte ko since I was a teacher for young children. And then, you know, we would invite people who, anyone who would like to volunteer with us and teach science to the kids. So you don't even need a science background. If you have the passion to teach, you know, and you love kids, then come and join us. So for four years, I think we've been doing that. And mind you, I use my own pocket money for this. So, you know, if we're lucky, we would get people, you know, we, we would have fundraisers and it would be successful would get money for that but you know it was very difficult but you know for me at that time it was very worth it I just seeing volunteers very happy na uy ang saya-saya ito ano miss Carrie sana palagi tayong may gantong mga ano events tas sasama sila palagi uh, so yeah it's very fun it's fun for the volunteers it's fun for the kids you know and everyone's learning everyone's having fun so that's basically it until, you know, I decided to study in the UK and dun medyo nag-pause muna yung ano, volunteer group because I needed to study in the UK. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the volunteer group? Oh yeah, sorry. So the name back then was Cyan Kid Fic Explorer. So my boyfriend back then and I created that. Pero ngayon kasi nung, nung 2020, nagbago na din yung name. So naging Agham Huan. So, mm-hmm. but most people know it as Cyan Kid Fic Explorers. So ayan, SKX. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure na, no, no. Kasi volunteer work is certainly something. I don't do a lot of volunteer work, but I have done it. Like, you know, volunteer work in the way of reaching out to kids. Or in, in my case, I you know workshops for, for students. But I'm sure it's full of memorable experiences. Pero what would you say would be your, ano, or was your most memorable experience in, related to Psycom? memorable can't really pinpoint one but siguro kung may ito yung mga yung pinaka memorable would be the moments where i would meet our volunteers and we would have like a training session kasi 
what I love about what what I did before is that I met so many people. No, I met people that are still my friends right now. Just being able to talk to them and hearing why they are doing this with us. So, siguro yun yun yung ang saya kasi alam mo yun na kamit ka ng iba't ibang tao na ang galing sa science yung iba wala namang background sa science pero ang galing galing magturo yung iba yeah. ano ba uh, yung iba parang pareha sa akin na hindi naman science graduate pero na in love din sa science nung graduate sila so nagaanap ng opportunity so it's those moments like that na yun, yun yung pinaka memorable sa akin no pusta ang saya ang saya sa feeling na ano, parang together kami, tapos nagtatawa habang nag experiment tinuturo kung paano, tapos mahihiya yung isa kung, ah, yung kung mag-ano, yung kung mag-demonstrate sa, ano, sa harap, tapos pipilitin, basta ang saya lang. It's, it's very fun to meet people who have the same passion as you. So, yeah. Oh, feeling ko ganyan ako eh, ah, yung kung mag-demonstrate sa harap. <laughs> oh, feeling. <laughs> yeah, medyo, yeah, I, I mean, I, Dari yeah, yeah. Dari okay lang yan. Normal yan sa mga teachers na iya. Tapos yung mga ibang oh. volunteers, mga, pag kunyari, oh, hindi ko na-gets, ulitin mo teacher. So kunyari, lolokoy ng gan. So it's just really fun. Yeah, oo. Oh. Eh, yun nga. So para sa mga kagaya ko na medyo, medyo mahiyain. May, may podcast pero mahiyain eh. No? Pero, <laughs> pero, <laughs> pero, <laughs> oh. Ay. And, yun nga, maraming memorable experiences, maraming lessons, I'm sure. So, ano ba masashare mo ng mga bagay na natutunan mo bilang isang science communicator? Awesome. So it's funny because ano then before this podcast I I was just doing a talk run and it was the same thing and I was sharing my lessons learned so it's still kind of fresh inside my head. Siguro pinakauna ko na realize science is still very exclusive to affluent people sa mga may kaya sa mga matatalino no. I've been in this like psychom thing work no for almost like six years and you know madami pa rin hindi maka-engage sa science kasi they, they just feel uncomfortable unwelcome and then not to mention madami rin nag-gatekeep no hindi oh, ka pwede dito ganyan di ka naman scientist eh ba't ka nag-feeling magaling sa science ba't mo gusto yung science so yun yung first na na-realize ko no science is still very exclusive No, very exclusive to those who are affluent, na may quote-unquote matalino. And then maybe second is, parang if you want to do this, it's very personal, I guess. Like if you want to do psychom in the Philippines, it's either you need to be rich or you have the correct connections with people or, you know, you're, you're fortunate to work in the government and, you know, you get the funding for that. So science communication in the Philippines, I feel like it's still growing. No, it's still growing. It's a bit difficult to move forward unless, you know, you have the right connections and stuff like that. So sorry if it's very negative, no? Pero kasi parang nadala na din ako kasi I used to be very visionary, very idealistic with how I view science communication before. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna be, I'm the superhero of the, ano, of the Philippines. Say I'm doing psychom and I'm gonna do great things. I'm gonna do this and that. But you know, again, parang kalamo is superhero ka ng mundo. So parang I feel like people need to realize that there's so many things in the grand scheme of things. You no, know, before science communication can happen, you no, know, there's so much behind like science communication. So many factors that you have to consider. So yeah, you know, you need to consider those factors. So many things: budget, motivation, topic. Ano ba yung passion? Mo, ano ba yung interest levels ng audience mo? So yeah, just there's so many things that you know you have to consider before you even do psychom. So yeah. <laughs> 
I am so sorry for being so, ano. No. <laughs> no, ano. And if I may, ano lang. Actually, that's a lesson din na I learned the hard way. If I may just share. Kasi when my wife and I co-founded Flip Science, we, we just, ganyan na ganyan. As in, very idealistic. Bakit walang science-dedicated news website ang Pilipinas? It's time to change that. We're gonna change that with uh, with Flip Science. We're gonna make science awesome for everyone. And then we actually did it. And these realities, it's like a bucket of cold water. Talagang, as in, parang binuhusan ng tubig na, ah, shit, ito pala yung kailangan gawin. Ang dami palang... Exactly how you described it. Yeah, exactly. Like I always say, there's a dark side to science communication. Nga eh. Parang, it's not always just fun and games, you know? It's not just communicating, blah, blah, blah. You know, say, say, it's just so much to it. <laughs> oh, hey. Lalo na yung ano, like people online. Ewan ko, people online have this, parang nawawala yung reservations natin to call people names or be insulting or be hurtful. And people online just say the meanest things. And I'm bringing this up because I remember Carrie actually contributed something to Flip Science. It was a, an essay on Dengbaksha. And we split that into two parts. And let's just say that the, in, the reaction to, to that essay was very interesting. Generally, yung mga articles of Flip Science, we get we get comments, we get shares, no? And and I see yung mga cheerleaders of science ba coming out and saying, yeah, napakagandang matutunan to mga bagay nito. But when you start talking about things like that, you sort of bring out people from both sides. You have the people who agree with you and are not shy to agree with you. And you have the people who are not shy to disagree with you. Bakit ko nabanggit to? Kasi... Gusto ko rin tanungin si Carrie, ano ba ang share mo when it comes to, you know, debunking misinformation, clarifying things, and maybe siguro yung part din na handling online comments or handling online feedback. What can you share with our aspiring science communicators out there? Yeah, so... I've always thought about this, no? Yung pagiging skeptic ng isang tao. I feel like yung pagiging maingat ng tao regarding nyari mga fake news or you know, false information. I feel like it's a skill. An individual cannot learn that skill alone with himself, no? I feel like there's so much that our education, like school education, contributes to that. Kailangan sa eskwelahan. Kasi doon natin natututunan itong mga bagay na ito. Kailangan sa eskwelahan pa lang. Dapat nade-develop na yung pagiging curious natin kung totoo ba yung nababasa natin na mga articles, na mga references. And then also after, you know, after graduation, nasan bang environment itong taong ito? No? Is that person in an environment na minunerious yung pagiging curious, pagdududa sa mga nababasa online, or wala silang pakialam. And then lastly, yun din, nasa tao na talaga yun. So there are so many factors for someone to actually be very alert when it comes to misinformation. So, pagdating sa mga tips, don't like just saying, oh, basta maging ganto kayo, ganyan. No? Kasi mahirap. Kasi, again, so many of these like false information, you know, and daming factors eh. So, it all starts... Number one, within the school system. Number two, within the environment that we are in. And then within ourselves. So unless we are being, you know, encouraged to be more careful with what we are reading online, then ang hirap, mahirap talaga siya. And you can't just keep saying, respect mo na lang yung opinion ko. Respect, <laughs> <ganyan."> respect <laughs> my opinion. 
Oh, so, man. I, I wish that I could give you like a more practical tip, but so much of this really has something to do with the bigger things in life talaga and then within ourselves. So, yun, sana mas ma-increase yung ating, ano, mas ma-develop and mas maging maganda no, yung ating school education na ito yung mga ganito yung tinuturo. No? Paano makadetect ng false news sa totoong news, yung mga ganyang bagay. Kasi mahirap tong matutunan mag-isi. Hindi mo masasabi sa isang tao oh, na, Uy, ito, oh, wag kang magbasa ng ganito kasi mali yan. Ganito dapat, ganito dapat. It's not like that. And people think that if they, if, if you talk to someone and then you sermonan mo sila, ay mag, magbabago na yung isip. Hindi kasi siya ganun talaga. So many factors are at stake. So yeah. Yeah. Natawa ako na nabanggit mo yung respect my opinion. <laughs> kasi alam na, ewan ko, without getting too much into politics naman, pero if you've lived... You know, if you've lived in the Philippines over the past six or so months, or if you've been, to our listeners, if you've been monitoring, checking out the absolute garbage fire that is Philippine <laughs> politics right now, election season, makikita nyo yan, familiar kayo dyan sa ano, pagre-respeto ng kanya-kanyang sibuyas, no? Yung respect my onion. Ayan, magrespetuhan tayo ng kanya-kanyang sibuyas. Kanya-kanya oh. naman tayo ng opinion. Yeah, oh. Classic. Pero kasi, y- di ba, yun yung classic. Exactly. Pero, <laughs> ang akin kasi, ewan ko, again, wag na natin ipasok yung mga candidates or just to <laughs> okay. give some background, we're recording this maybe I think a week before the next elections. Mm-hmm. So, eto medyo ano pa tayo, parang, kumbaga, kumukulo talaga ang usapang ito sa ngayon. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's coming aggressive. to aggressive. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> aggressive. Oh, all sides. Siguro ito lang yung gusto kong sabihin na yung sinasabi natin kasing respect my opinion. When we are given facts, sige, there are people who, who give us facts maybe not in the best manner. Maybe in a way na parang ang dating ay mas nagmamagaling sila, mas nagmamarunong. And sa akin, hindi dapat ganun. Alam naman natin yan. Yeah. Kapag exactly. nag, nag, diba? Even when we're correcting other people's misconceptions, dapat hindi tayo nagmamagaling. Like I always say sa mga workshops, no, you contribute to other people's knowledge. You don't yeah. make it seem like you're better than them. Yeah, exactly. Hindi ganun dapat. Pero ang other side of the discussion is huwag tayo masyadong balat sibuyas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> respect my onion. Oh, respect your onion kasi balat sibuyas ka. Huwag ganun. Kailangan <laughs> yeah. open tayo na Maaring yung mga paniniwala natin na pinangahawakan natin, oh, naka, nakasakit, ah, mali ako, ganyan. Pero if you're given something to read, I'm not even saying if you're given evidence, magbago ka ng isip. I'm saying if you're given something to read, something that is backed by research, evidence, whether it's about your political candidate or if it's about vaccines or if it's about health tips, ganyan, or whatever, siguro... Kung bibigyan ka ng something na babasahin, basahin mo muna. Yeah, exactly. These are skills talaga na you can't learn overnight talaga. And even if we wish na ganun lang kadali, no, na kapag binigyan mo sila na, you know, like, oh, ito, ganito yung difference ng false news sa, sa totoong news, ganyan. No? I wish that it were that easy talaga. But again, it's a skill that people need to learn over many years, no, unfortunately. And we're definitely, ano, ano ba? Parang backward talaga, no? Malayo pa tayo dyan. Unfortunately, parang ganun, no? So, yeah. Oo. And yun nga, gaya nga nang sabi mo, it's a skill that needs to be developed. Hindi siya kagaya ng yung mga bagay na, that we just learn as human yeah. beings, no? Yeah. We would like to think na parang, ay, common sense na yung pagiging discerning sa yeah, information yeah. sources. But it's not. 
Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's just uh, the truth talaga. And people would think na, oh, ganyan, no, magbibigay sila ng gantong klaseng, oh, kailangan maging, sesermonan mo yung isang tao, ganyan. And it just doesn't work that way talaga. It just doesn't yeah. work. And we wish na pag sinabihan mo sila ng yung mabubulaklak na salita and yung mga, basta yung mga facts, no? You wish na at one snap of a finger, yun na, maniniwala okay. na sila. Uh-oh. Pero hindi kasi talaga siya ganun. So yeah, sadly. Yeah, kaya feeling ko sakto sa, sa topic ng communication kasi part talaga ng, ng trabaho ng science communicator ay yung paggamit ng iba-ibang technique na maayos, yeah. na maganda, to sort of deliver that information. And like being a discerning consumer of information, being a science communicator is also a skill that you have to develop. Like, you can get into it because you are interested. But throughout the course of that profession, that occupation, matututo ka na mag-improve. And I'm bringing this up because I've noticed a trend. And it's a good trend, but it also mm-hmm. brings up a question sa akin. Okay, let's, let's, let's step back for a moment and think about the, the stereotypical way we think of our scientists, the way they're portrayed in pop culture. Sila yung mga... Nerd. <laughs> uh, exactly, nerd. Hindi marunong paliwanag, ganyan. Puro mga... Science, science, science. Jargon, jargon. And a lot of the scientists nowadays are learning how to communicate science more effectively. Which is great because they're the ones who are actually working on these experiments, doing this research, and learning these valuable skills allow them to communicate their science to the public more effectively. But that does bring up a question in my head that I think Carrie would have some good insights on. And that is, kapag ba natuto yung mga scientists na maging science communicators, darating ba yung panahon na yung mga science communicators mismo hindi nakakailanganin? Bakit kaya? Or bakit hindi? Yeah, so interesting question, no? So... Ako, I personally, ano, parang hindi, no? Hindi mawawala ang mga science communicators. Bakit? Kasi even though not everyone is born a natural communicator, and kahit sabihin mo pang practice makes perfect, ganyan, some people are just really not made to effectively communicate talaga. <laughs> not, not, every, not everyone is fit for that kind of role talaga. And it's the same thing with how... Not everyone will be scientists as well because we've all have different passions. We've all have different skill sets. And even again, and even if we have the, all the time in the world no, na mapag-aralan yung mga skills na yan, it still depends. Ito ba talaga yung gusto natin? Kasi baka naman, oh, scientists, hindi naman talaga yun yung gusto nilang gawin. We are all unique. No, We, we have different wants in life. We, we want to do different things in life. So I don't think that, you know, all scientists will become effective communicators and not everyone will be interested with that. And is that a bad thing? Not really, you know. That's just how the world is, you know. Like I said, we have different passions. So there are just some people who are good communicators. There are some people that are fit for other things, you know, more technical things, and that's fine. I'm not sure if that's a negative thing or what. <laughs> no, no, I... I, I'm being biased because I really like my science communicators. No, we don't have to work when Exactly. But <laughs> 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 it makes sense to me that parang pero hindi hindi ganon hindi magiging ganon ng mundo natin everyone there there's just gonna be that one scientist who's just not really interested in communicating and that's fine that's okay maybe that person believes in the importance of communicating pero baka hindi talaga yun yung it's not in that person's personality eh. and you know you can't really hindi mo pwedeng ipilit yan hindi naman yung kasalanan na ayaw niya no pero basta open siya 
hindi nga lang siya yung magko-communicate. I think it, I think exactly. it all works out in the end. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then to add to that then, yung science communication kasi, the need for it doesn't just arise when something new pops up. Like yeah. when, if a new species is discovered or described, okay, ibabalita natin. Pero hindi lang naman 'yun ang trabaho ng science yeah. communicator. May mga science communicators who create content every day. May science journalists who who have their assignments talaga that research. And kung iyasa natin yung communicating science to scientists who are already busy exactly. with the things that they have to do, di ba? Yeah. Sino na magiging science journalists? Sino na magiging content creators for science? Sino na magiging science educators, di ba? Yeah, so exactly. I yeah. totally one person agree. Can't, one person can't really do everything, no? And that's why we're here helping out each other. There are scientists, there are science communicators, there, there are lawmakers, policymakers, economists, yada, yada, yada. And we all help yes. each other. Depending isang tao lang gagawa ng lahat. So, yeah. Oh, and to circle back to what you mentioned kanina, no? Na yung parang entering into psychom, you, you have these visions to change things, change the system, be a hero. Maybe, you know, one person can't be not to sound cheesy, but not maybe a single person can't be a hero, but we can all play the role of heroes in our own way for, exactly. for science communication. Yeah, diba? exactly. Masabi ko nga kanina dun sa aking talk, you know, maybe your science communication initiative isn't the next big thing. Maybe it's not gonna solve our country's problem for hunger and poverty and lack of science literacy. But you know, every, every one small psychom initiative there adds up. And we're trying our best. We're doing something. And that's what matters. So one Psycom project at a time, one awareness campaign at a time, one science article at a time. We're all trying to do our best here. So kapit lang, no? Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and try and try whatever works no, in the end. So yan. <laughs> yan. Tama yan. Kapit lang. Yes, kapit yeah. lang. Hashtag kapit lang. <laughs> Hashtag kapit lang. Hi. <laughs> Hey, nako. This was a very enlightening conversation. Kasi nga, dito naman sa podcast, hindi naman sa may effort, may conscious effort to be positive all the time. Siyempre, okay. we talk about the realities of, yeah. of, you know, science and science communication. And I think this is the first time na talagang we really, like, they took a deep dive in yung the other side of psychom. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, kasi, alam mo yung nakakaumay na, siguro ano lang din kasi, no, it's been a while with me doing psychom and it's just, it really gets to the point na you're realizing Ah, ganito pala talaga ang tunay na nature ng psychom. Ah, ganito pala yung tunay na nature ng science, you know. And, you know, you wanna be positive. But maybe someday, you know, lalo na dito sa ating bansa, maybe someday things will change. People will support science more and science and research more. And like the government will support it some more. And then after that, mas, mas lalo magkakaroon ng madaming science, you know, science communication initiatives out there. But for, you know, right now we're all doing our best, you know. Everyone's trying their best to communicate science and you know we're hoping for the best. Pero yeah, malayo-layo pa ang ating tatahakin, kumbaga. But we're getting there one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One small step for Pinoy science at a time. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm sure you mga listeners natin have some questions for you or maybe some of them would like to reach out to you. Maybe may gusto makipag-collaborate about a, a psychom project or something or just learn from you. Ano ba yung best way to, to reach out to you? Pwede rin date. Joke lang. <laughs> ano? Pwede rin date. Ganon. Joke lang. 
Okay, saktong-sakto, what is the best way to reach out to you? <laughs> and a joke log. Um, if you want to if you want to reach me, you can add me on LinkedIn. So just search my name Karina La Rosa or you can reach me via email. So Karina underscore La Rosa at hotmail.com. So not really sure. Mikael, will you be writing it somewhere for the yeah. viewers to know? So ayan. So I'm hoping to hear from the listeners. Happy to always have productive conversations with people. So ayan. Yeah, and so for your psychom-related initiatives and Otherwise. whatever else, <laughs> yeah, you know how to reach out to Carrie. Okay, and yeah, and we, we always end our episodes with some nuggets of wisdom from our guests. You've already shared a lot, no? Mm-hmm. Ang dami naming natutunan from you today, or natutuhan mm-hmm. from you today. Pero ano ba yung pinaka-lesson like, na gusto mong iwan sa ating mga tagapakinig ngayon? If they want to be science communicators, especially here in the Philippines. Yeah, so ito lagi kong sinasabi sa pag ito yung tanong, no? So, if you're gonna be a science communicator in the future, ang mapapaya ko lang sa'yo is please, please stay kind, stay humble, and stay open. Wag, mong, wag na wag mong iisipin na ang uri lang ng tao sa mundo ay yung katulad mo, right? Always check your privilege. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like kayo lang, tayo-tayo lang ang nag-e-exist sa mundo. There are so many different types of people, you know, lalo na dito sa ating bansa. So every time mag- magsasalita ka, every time you're gonna communicate science, please, please, always keep in mind the kinds of audiences that we have. No, Huwag kang magsalitang patapos and that you think you know everything. So please stay humble, stay open to opinions, listen, and be kind talaga. So ayan. Beautiful. So yon. Thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule to to be here sa of podcast ato and share. You know, maybe inspire some people to follow in your footsteps. And hopefully, we can have you here on the podcast again at some point. Oh yes, definitely. I am so thankful for you, Mikael, as well for inviting me. Ano lang parang saya saya dito no nakukwentuhan lang tayo. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, I'll get to see you soon. Yeah. Kape ganyan. Oh. Yeah, kape kape. Some you know, some actual interaction after two yeah, years exactly. of staying at home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Ayun. So take good care of yourself. Stay safe and keep in touch. Yes, thank you so much, Mikael, and thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ask Theory. Follow Flip Science on Facebook at Flip Science PH on Twitter and at Flip Facts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Historiang Scientifico and Science Scramble. Stay curious!